Welcome to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to connect with your child and help them even in their most difficult moments as we hear from experts in the field. I'm your host, Dr. Karin Jakubowski, an international speaker, public school principal, and former struggling student. The Momnificent Podcast equips parents with science-based strategies to help you live a happy, healthy life with your kids. Welcome. Going live now. Thank you so much, Anita. I'm so excited. It was so fun to meet you, right? And run into you. (laughs) I know. It was fun to see your your email on the bottom. And I'm like, wait a second, she wrote a picture book? I got to interview her for my podcast. Yes, I love that. Yeah. It only took us like, what, two, three months to get this together? I know, but we got there. (laughs) But we're here. (laughs) All right. So for those of you who are listening, this is Anita. I'm so excited to have her on our show today. She wrote a picture book called The Magic of Kindness. And Anita, it was so cute. I even saw a kid today who had like this kindness shirt on. And I was like, I'm interviewing a lady tonight. And she wrote a picture book on kindness. Uh, and then so look i'm wearing one too it says be kind i didn't even plan that and it worked out oh my gosh and now that you're saying that i have a kind shirt oh my gosh that's so fun okay yeah Mm -hmm. we're gonna do a second uh follow-up part two to this and i'll put my kindness we're all gonna wear kindness shirts (laughs) we'll get it together one of these days (laughs) anyway anita welcome to momnificent today for our listeners we have amazon's march 2021 bestseller in the 30 minute parenting and relationships short reads category with Anita's picture book for kids, the magic of kindness. Anita is a native of Brooklyn, New York, raised in Boston. All right, watch. I might pull out my Boston accent. I suck on a, um, a mint. Sometimes I'm like, where's my coffee? It's on top of the box. (laughs) And I get this accent because I think it's so funny. So I sort of developed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, back to back to you. Raised in Boston. I just love that. And her cultural background is from the Caribbean island where I have yet to go to Trinidad and is it Tobago or Tobago? Tobago. Tobago. I think that's so cool. Oh, that is like a whole other podcast. I'd love to learn more about you on that. And we'll stick to the questions I gave you. What's one thing that you haven't that, sorry, what's one thing you've done recently Mm -hmm. that you haven't done for a while that just brings you joy? So recently I started a kickboxing class. So I know like exercise and you're like, that brings you joy. But I started a kickboxing class because I started like feeling like I didn't have that energy. You know, so I said I needed like a pick me up just to get back into the groove of things. So it's a six week challenge. So I had to put some money down. I have to like send a weigh in picture every Monday. I have to send them like pictures of my meals, like my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I have to go to the kickboxing class three times a week. So it's been tough, but I feel like so much better, like going through it. So that's what's been recently bringing me joy. That is so awesome. And like, how do you like kickboxing? I love it. I went in there like tough and everything. But then when I walked out, I was like, oh my gosh, this hurts. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, where, where, what is that muscle? I never knew it existed. Exactly. Yeah. But it's and how long, so how long have you been doing it? So it's only been a week so far. And it's a total of six weeks. It's a six week challenge. No, sister. I'm excited. Oh, for you. That's yes. awesome. Good job. You, you got this. Thank you. I'm going to stick it out. 
Yes, you are. And if you want to, if you feel like giving up, just text me and I'll be like, no, you got this. You go. I'm so busy. I can't, I haven't gotten to the gym. Yes, I need that. Thank you. Oh yeah. I know any, any encouragement helps. So Anita, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what inspired you to write this picture book, The Magic of Kindness. So I currently work as a mental health clinician And at the time of doing the book, I was a behavioral therapist working in a first grade classroom. So the kids in there were just like, like really mean in that classroom, you know, just like pushing each other or just saying mean things to each other. So the teacher came up with this idea of like a kindness bracelet. And I thought that was like a super cute idea. And it was really working where they're looking out for their kind friends on who I can give the bracelet to. So I always like to journal and write. So I said, let me just start journaling like during my lunch break. And I started like writing about like my experience just being in the classroom. And then the pandemic hit and we were at home. I had nothing to do. So I like to stay productive and busy. So I was like, maybe I can turn this into a book, you know? So then I started writing more and more, adding on to the ideas I already had. And I can draw a little bit. So I started sketching, but I'm like, this is not like book worthy. So I was like, I need to find an illustrator. So I went through that whole process, like during the pandemic. And then my dream came true and my book was created. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. I love that. Um, Wow. So gosh, yeah, we're going to have to have you back on my show because I have so many questions I can't wait to talk to you about in the whole mental health space, especially May um, is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is. Yes. Um, So I love when you said being kind, not only when it's easy to be kind, but when it's hard to be kind. And that is such a good, go ahead, you talk and then I'll follow up with a thought. Yeah, because I feel like kids these days, they're just looking for a joke. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's just easier to be mean. Like, let me just make fun of this person to get a laugh out of them. But it's like, it's hard to work on being good, being kind and just staying on track. So I just said, it's just easier to just, even though it's not easy, still just try your best to be kind because it goes a long way, you know, just a simple smile, just a simple wave, just little acts of kindness like that goes a long way. It really does. Um, what that made me think of was, yeah, how easy it is to love or be kind to people mm-hmm. or easy to love and be kind to. Mm-hmm. Um, but where where I think the true test comes in is when you can actually extend kindness to someone who has been difficult or um, rubs you the wrong way or... Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's those closest to us and even in our own family. Um, something I tell the kids sometimes on the announcements is, um, cause one of our, one of our behavior expectations is being kind. So we talk about where in the class and in the school, we're going to be kind and what that looks like. And sometimes I tell them that someone told me and it really, Ooh, that was a, this was a tough one for me to swallow. when someone said, Karn, who you are at home is who you really are. Right. And it's so easy to go out and do things and be celebrated for something you do in front of people or have have accomplishments, etc. But if you can't be be kind or 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 who you really are at home is 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 just who you really are. And at that time I had to watch and reflect on things I was 
how I was treating my mom or how I was yeah. internalizing things that my mom did or didn't you do. You know how, how hard it is to keep up that front of trying to be kind? You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I tell that to the kids and I, it's, it kind of goes in tandem possibly, or maybe I'm just going on a rabbit trail um, where I tell them who you really are is who you are when no one's watching. Right. Because just because you do things in front of people and what they see, you know, you might think that that's who you are, but who you are is when no one's watching. And I tie it back to, you know, something as simple as kindness. If you were kind to someone and no one even saw it, like that's a beautiful space. Not just because you are kind in front of someone else for someone else to be like, oh, you're so kind. Oh, and that's why I don't like when I see those videos of people recording themselves doing acts of kindness. We don't need to see it. Just do it because you want to do it. You know what I mean? Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of goes with it. Like when no one's watching, that's who you really are, you know? Um, And you know what's interesting? So on the topic of mental health awareness, now that now that I'm really digressing for two seconds, um, I was at a, a trauma uh, awareness conference on Saturday. And the lady said, when kids, I'm probably going to mess it up, but I'm going to fudge my way through it. When kids have experienced trauma and they aren't kind, for example, their their brain or their, now that's the part I'm going to get it wrong, hasn't been wired for that sort of kindness in a sense. So maybe yeah. that's the work that you are doing. And I didn't think of it like that because I guess I just believe everyone kind of is kind somewhere in their space in there. And, and we I just, guess it's ahead. funny that you had that trauma. I just recently did a trauma care um, seminar as well on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And they showed like images of your brain when it's been through the trauma and, you know, a brain when it hasn't. And it's like very significant changes. Yes. So it's like, yes, it does. It, like, even though you don't, you don't might not see it or anything, but it really affects us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so back to your, that's why I'm like, Oh, I'm having you back on. This is so good. <laughs> Kindness goes such a long way and it's free. <laughs> it's so true. And I tell the kids, mm-hmm. this, I'm like, you can be kind today and it doesn't cost you anything. You can write exactly. someone a note, draw someone a picture, smile at someone, give someone a compliment. I, mm-hmm. I love that. It's so true. Um, and what was your favorite part about writing this book? So my favorite part was the weekly meetings that I had with the illustrator. So from right. seeing her from day one and then the next week, how she drew a little bit more and then next week, a little bit more, just seeing like the progression of my book coming to life. And she's like getting the images like out of my head onto paper. That was like my the best part. How did you find, find your illustrator? Is that really hard? Uh, it was on Instagram. <laughs> so and that's it. like I just took a chance and because I just looked at different like pictures and seeing like, you know, examples of the books that she's done before. And I was like, okay, this is like similar to what I want. And she was able to make the, my dream come true. Even like the main character is my oldest son. And she had like his face, like very close to how he is. So she Does he love life. that? He loves that. Yes. Both of my kids just love that. You know, their mommy has a book. So. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That. That's so cool. That's really special. Yeah. Why do you think we have to work so hard? Well, maybe we would have might have answered this from what I learned over the weekend. Why do you think we have to work so hard at teaching kindness, reading picture books on kindness? Why isn't everyone just kind? Well, yeah, we did uh, talk about it, but it's just like being kind is a challenge, you know, like it's harder to just be like, well, let me just smile at this person. But I feel like more people 
they think about what other people are going to think about them if they do something instead of just just being your true self. And mm -hmm. I also feel like social media, like kids are just exposed to more than they should at such a young age. And it's like transforming them. But I've been noticing it that like in schools, I feel like teachers or principals, they're noticing it more. And I've been seeing like when I do like different book readings at different schools, there's like posters, there's like activities. So I feel like teachers are now starting to get it. The principals are now starting to get it that we really need to spread kindness. Like, yes, the kids need to learn all their academics, but th just learn how to be like a basic, like nice human being, you know? Yeah. So. And they are, uh, someone told me once kids are watching you more than they're listening to what you're saying. Definitely. And so they are watching us as the adults and are we being kind? How are we acting? How are we responding? They are learning faster through that. Right. And what I'm going to say to them what they should and shouldn't do all, all day long, in a, sense, in a sense. I mean, they do listen, obviously, or we wouldn't be teaching them. Yeah. And I know my kids remind me that all the time. They say, how come you did this and I can't? And now I have to be like, let me watch my actions. What am I showing? You know? Right. Right. I know. Like the biggest thing I love is, is to be reminded that our kids are mirrors of us. They like are. you said, when that teacher was elevated, that yeah. child was like, whoa, off, yeah. off their rocker. And what if the teacher you know, had done whatever they need to do for me? It's take a deep breath. And I like to do, like I call it my finger breathing. Yes. Um, I just taught you on the pre-call. Yeah. Uh, and there's also like this pretend like you're blowing bubbles yeah. and you're like the balloon, like pretend like you're blowing up a balloon. Yeah. Or the hot teacup or the hot chocolate yes. for little kids. Yeah. Um, Cause if you, if you will talk to the kids in that, I call it like the even tone of voice, like you're with someone on the elevator, right. your voice will eventually match yours. Eventually. Yeah. However long it that sense, takes. They sense what we're yep. feeling. So it's like, if you want, if you want to calm someone down, you have to be calm. They sense what you can't we're be like, calm down and then expect that to work. That it doesn't work like that. <laughs> That's a good point. That's yeah. such a good point. Say that again. Um, you just I just repeated it and then I forgot it. Call what was it? So just if you want someone to be calm, you have to be calm. Yeah. So instead of like yelling, you need to calm down or stop acting like that or just relax. Just you have to relax. Show them how to do it. Because yeah. they'll quickly they'll quickly repeat what you're doing faster than listening to your words because they're already have a lot going on in their head, you know. So it's like, how can they try to add on one more thing? So just yeah. model it. You know? Yeah, I, th I think that's what you said. What what was it? They sense what you sense. They right. mirror what you sense, or they can feel what you sense. Maybe that's they what you that. oh, yep. they they can yeah. feel that. And that's a big one. Huge. Yeah. Even if we just practice that, right. As a start, um, what was your biggest challenge you faced while writing your book? So the biggest challenge was finding people to trust. So it was my first book and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to write a book. So just reaching out to different people for guidance, like everybody wanted to charge me just for a piece of advice or I wanted to work with the publisher to help me get my book out. And I paid him the money and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. So that's how I ended up being self-published. I just had to figure out on my own. So that was the biggest challenge. Like it took longer than it needed to, to go out and go public because of me having to just find the right people that could give me the good advice or that can help put it, like bring my creation to life. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you, did you publish it and then have to republish it as yourself or? Well, he he reformatted my book 
just to say that he did some type of work, oh, but he didn't publish it like he was supposed to. So then you had to. Yeah. And then like the wording in the contract was still kind of iffy where it looked like he kind of did his job, but he didn't, you know? So oh, I was like, should I take him to court for this? But sometimes it's wow. not even like worth doing all of that. So. Right. Yeah. That's so sad. I just, I figured it out. I'm self-published. You did. <laughs> yes. You did. Yes, you did. Yes. What are some practical ways parents can help their child learn and practice kindness? So I, we've talked about it, but model it. Like if you want your kids to be kind, show them what it is to be kind, you know? And then another one, just encourage them by giving them praise. If you see them do a kind act, say, oh, I love how you like helped open the door. Or I loved how you helped me do this. You know, just give them praise, make them feel good about the kind act that they did. And it's teaching them, oh, this was nice. I like this feeling, you know? And then, like, I guess you can also, like, play on their imagination. So if, like, kids are, like, playing with toys and maybe they drop the doll, you could say, oh, how does that doll feel, you know? Or if the, the boys are playing with the cars and it bumps into the wall, oh, how are the people in the car feeling after that accident, you know? So just there's different ways that you can teach them kindness. Putting themselves in other shoes, that that perspective taking is so big. And some kids just naturally kind of get that. And other yeah. kids, like, we have to, like, wrote, teach them what what that is and what that looks like. And, Definitely. like, really teach them that process. Um, oh, this is so fun. I wanted to share with you. Did you ever hear of the secret kindness agents? Oh, I haven't. No. This is so cute. I saw it in an article one summer and then I used it as my star party theme all year where a kid from each class is star of the week. And then on Mondays, they come to my office for a star party and I usually read aloud a little activity and every kid gets a chance once throughout the year. So the secret kindness agents was, I believe it was a middle school teacher and she created this with her students in her class where she would create these secret kindness acts and the kids were secret kindness agents and they would get a like top secret kindness act from her and they I had to do that. it secretly. So no one knew it was them. And oh. so the kids threw these ideas. And then the challenge was for them to incorporate a secret act of kindness, like with nobody knowing. And then they became like our school secret kindness agents. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good idea. <laughs> kids it like and, and there were stories in the book of kids impacted by it and how it made them feel and what the experience was for them and it was, nice. it was and then I think those two teachers or one teacher or I don't know if she linked up with someone they wrote a little book and put some of the stories in it of the kids and I would read some of that to the other our kids so that they could hear like oh here's an example of what that might look like um nice. left a, a note with a candy bar on their teacher's desk just thanking them and your 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 secret student or something like that, you know, or, or writing a note to a custodian or or um, I can't even remember the two ones off the top of my head, but oh, when I was interview, I remember that and I I love it and the kids like that like secret kindness agents like oh that's so fun and different. Um, yeah, and that's really cute. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they like doing like a little job. If, oh, that's a really good idea. 
Yes. They, they like the, the, when it comes to something secret. And mm-hmm. um, this other teacher that I know, she does uh, she she does a big kindness theme with her kids. And then I think that star student gets to pick one person to do like a random act of kindness to, and they get to choose someone in their life that they want to write a letter to. And the whole class like participates and signs it and they send the letters to these people and they the people who write back like like it's like they're probably their grandmother or an aunt or or a neighbor um they they write back these letters to the class and i've read them to the class and it just makes me cry and it's just teaching the kids the power that they have to make someone's day to feel better it's huge yeah that's oh i love that i yeah you're doing an amazing job at that school Oh, it definitely is a whole team of us. You, right. Like, I always believe it's it's not always just one per- person. Every every person so. yeah. a of of um of beauty and beautiful thoughts. What message do you hope readers take away from your book? Um, I want readers to know that you know they can do anything they put their minds to because like while reading this book, like a lot of my friends or people that I've been around, they're like, you actually wrote a book? Like, you know, they're a surprise. And I'm just like, yeah, like you can do it too. And now I have like so many people that come to me advice on like, how can they do this, you know? And then like my kids, like they, we have like a whole like basket full of like books that they've made at home because now they want to be like little writers too so they're always giving me ideas so you should do this for the next book so I just Um, want kids to know that you can do anything that you put your mind to no matter how big the task is and then just also just like how does kindness make you feel you know what I mean so if kindness makes you feel good just go with that feeling and try to give that feeling to someone else yeah I love that do you have a picture of your book you want to show us uh, I don't have one right now. With me. I probably should have had the book. With That's me. okay. I'm going to put it in the description notes. Okay. Um, I should have had it. To show. <laughs> I know. Both of us. That's, my fault That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll wear my kindness shirt next time we meet okay. <laughs> and have okay. your book. And um, what is your dream for the next five years? I want to do an A to Z series. So <gasps> like different, like kindness, to- not kindness, but like a for advocacy or C for courage. So just like different topics that I can help elementary students. And then I want to get it in like big stores like Walmart, Barnes and Nobles, get it on a shelf. I have it in two stores right now, one in Providence Mall and then one in a mall in um, Atlanta. But I want to get it into like Walmart, you know, like the big name stores as well. So yes, small steps, but I'll get there. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, and how can someone find and follow you? So you can email me at the dot magic of kindness at yahoo.com or on Instagram, same thing, the dot magic of kindness. Oh, that's so awesome. And I'll put those, that information in the links in the description notes of this show. Well, Anita, thank you so much. And if there's anything I can do to support you at any time, I would love to. Thanks for the difference that you're making and helping us as educators, as parents, helping to teach our kids the importance of kindness. And um, <laughs> I saw this hat one once and, and I wanted to buy it. My husband's like, you might want to be careful with that because it says make make the world kind again. Oh, it was like, I like I love that. I think it was like make the U.S. kind again or something like that. And it kind of right. plays off of make America great again. So so he was yeah, like, yeah. you may not want to make something that 
you know, but I, I saw it and I was like, I love that. Let's be, let you and I, we all have a piece and a part to, that we can bring more kindness to this world. Exactly. And it's, exactly. And it's like when someone does something thoughtful, it's like, wow, thank you. Like you can just make your day, your month. Yeah. And then it makes you want to be kind to someone else. Yes. If we continue spreading that, do you know how much better this world would be? How? Yes. Yes. Right? And it seems so simple. Like, come so on, simple. let's do it, people. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you keep doing you. You keep, you do you. Yes. <laughs> and and it'll, it's going to be the ripple effect and we're going to, you know, eventually touch and help. And um, yeah. Definitely. We'll have to get some copies of my book in your school. I know. I know. Yes, we are. And we will. I love it. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Anita. Have an awesome Thank you so much. Thank you. That's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy. Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy.